0: hey guys welcome to the real guy podcast you're uh, getting ready to listen to the 24th episode and um i got special guest lamont jones in the studio tonight what's up you guys know lamont he's yeah. the uh <laughs> producer of all the social media youtube um you know he's the guy behind the uh, production part of it so um we're gonna get into uh our iCast trip but before we get into the iCast trip uh, I got a couple um, couple people that are sponsoring the show right now and um, just want to give them a quick shout out if you guys have never experienced the Tarpon River Brewery in downtown Fort Lauderdale. Some of the best beers, uh, craft beers that you can get. Great menu, great people, great atmosphere. That's the Tarpon River Brewery That's in a, downtown It's downtown a really Fort cool
1: um, spot. It's a really cool building, space, whatever you want to call it, that Julian built we did a lot like two what is it two seasons of triple live there correct and they're like the little like tap room that's off to the side and everything and um it's cool and they make the beer right there you can see the big machines the big vats and boilers and everything are right there on location
0: yeah and it won't disappoint we've had we've had hundreds of people come <coughs> down there and meet us to see the brewery when we did the triple live events and we go down there to hang out we're going to do a lunker con there and um It's just a great place, and it's uh, called Tarpon River Brewery. How can it not be, like, part of our podcast? Also, Mike Grimm from Real Reports making a huge comeback with the fishing reports all over from the best guides all up and down the East Coast. Florida, Louisiana, Texas, all up in the Mid-Atlantic. So uh, Mike Grimm's been a longtime supporter. He's been in our social network for years and uh, proud sponsor of the Real Guy podcast. So now that we got that out of the way... um, I don't know if you guys know it or not, but this last ICAST was Lamont's first ICAST. I had been to a couple of different ICAST and we've talked about ICAST over the years and we did the crazy YouTube videos on ICAST and we've always had fun with ICAST, but um, things have changed and things have changed dramatically. And uh, I don't know Lamont, what did you think about ICAST? How was it? What was your experience like? Well, after going to how many, you know, 30-plus years of
1: both Miami and Fort Lauderdale boat shows, I kind of
0: figured it to be like that, but without the boats. Well, it used to kind of be like that without the boats. Like, it was kind of like the same dude. And, you know,
1: you got the hotel there right next to the um, convention center. It's actually like a real hub of a convention center that's connected by a couple of um, really big, almost Vegas-style hotels. And we got in there, we got our passes, and got in there, and I was blown away. What do you mean, blown away? Well, when I saw the displays, or you can't even really call them displays, you call them like areas of focus. Right. That Rapala had, that Costa Del Mar had. Yeti. Yeti. Right. The big huck, all the big boys of the fishing retail community were in there. Right. And some of their displays, like that thing that Costa built that looked like a little um, surf shack in Costa Rica or something. Right. You know, like it was authentic. And you went in there and all, all that was in there were like the little brochures and contact information for their reps and stuff. Because it's not really, it's not an expo. It's really a, strictly a trade show. It's a trade show. Not an expert, like, they don't have cash registers. You can't buy stuff in there. I guess you can, you know, some people doing little barters and stuff and swapping things. There's a lot of, um, there's several rows of, I'd call, like, mom-and-pop type entrepreneurs that are trying to make their little widgets or their little things to sell in the fishing community. Peppered amongst those big boys. Costa, Rapala, um...
0: Hawk, right. what was the other one right. that you said um, well, a lot of them you know that pure fishing was pure huge fi- they were huge um, there was that, that, there's one company that's huge it's like say it's like something 14 or something so I guess it's a rod company, but I mean it's huge and I didn't even have oh I'd, yeah, it
1: just says like number 14 uh, or something something like, like that. old
0: style something like that but I, I mean, what was your take on the on the small? displays and those people well the smaller displays and the real manufacturers and the
1: um tackle manufacturers and everything i i was it was surprising to
0: me dude the andy reed guys are gone yeah they've kind of disappeared i guess a lot of them died or what do you mean andy reed guys like elaborate the
1: guys with the like um bushy andy reed mustache you know morbidly obese the big, um, like, jowly face. Khakis. Khakis. There was, a, there was a big shortage of khakis this year. That belt, that, like, canvas and leather belt that has the little fish on it, like the marlin, the bluefin tuna and stuff. And you know that that guy probably has not caught any of those fish that are on there. He's probably a bass dude or something. Right. And then the um, for for years there, they were wearing Crocs. Then there was the year that they all wore the little um, glove-type shoe that had, like, little um, toelets for each toe.
0: I missed that. Yeah. What,
1: what was that? Do you remember? I don't know. It was probably about 10, 12 years ago. <laughs> but
0: they're gone. All those guys are gone, and they've all been replaced. What do you—like, like, is it the same dude that made a transformation? Or are those dudes, like, gone, gone? No, they're gone. And these are the new—this is the new
1: blood. And this is it? the new infusion it started the night before we went to um captains for clean water
0: get um, together yeah yeah get together at the hotel there at the hilton that was just just not to stop your momentum there but that was my favorite part of oh yeah that was the hanging morning. out with the captains for clean waters dudes right but yeah so anyway sorry go ahead so that little
1: lobby hotel or hotel lobby bar in there I don't know. There's probably 175 of us, and you know everybody was introducing each other, but a lot of the dudes had that similar look again.
0: What similar? Which look? was
1: similar. They were except there was more of them at iCast on the iCast floor, but at the party I noticed, wow, there's a lot of dudes in here with very very large substantial beards the beard guys
0: beardos was <laughs> a ton of beard <laughs> neck beards there was a ton of bearded icast this year right like a lot and that happened quick you know because i was just i didn't go to icast last year but i went the year before and there was not that much beard there it, it wasn't there just it happened quickly yeah within a 24-month period anyway guys went from um you know breaking in
1: and sporting well-worn baseball caps to now everybody's wearing a brand new flat brim and the big neck beard. So
0: the neck beard and the flat brims the new look. For that's the new look for I guess. For I guess. <laughs> dude, it's everywhere. Every booth you went to, they had
1: a dude with a big burly beard, a beardo. Right. Kind of the um. <laughs> who are they? Not Sally, Jesse Raphael, Sarah Palin glasses, like the little black rectangular, um, glasses, like readers or
0: whatever. And then that flat brim. Now the flat brim got me. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you why the flat brim, like, (coughs) all right. So the beardos and the hipster type new look, I get that with the flat brim, but every once in a while, like, I think if I wasn't mistaken, I saw, uh, CJ Richardson sporting the flat brim. And then he? He's older than me, probably. Oh, and, <laughs> and then I was sporting the flat brim because Captains from Clean Waters gave it to me. Well, I was there. He stopped you and made if you were breaking the rim.
1: You were breaking the brim. You were about to bend it. And right. he was like, oh, dude, that's a flat brim. <laughs> and you
0: were just starting to put the bend to it. But how nice is that? How, how nice was that? We, we roll up into Captains for Clean Waters. I'm sporting the lunker dog hat. And the guy walks up to me and gives me the Captains for Clean Water flat brim. And I, and I and he gives it to me, and he's like, yeah, if you'll wear it. And I was like, well, of course I'll wear it, too. I mean, the dude just gave me a... But it was the flat brim. It was the flat brim. now they, Dude, you I, I I didn't get to see um, Bill dance at ICAST, but he might be the last holdout on the flat brim. Like, he ain't doing the Tennessee flat brim hat. No. <laughs> but he might be the last one. He might be the last one. And it's not that I'm,
1: like, I don't give a damn what somebody else has on their face. I don't care about your beard. But it's when you're walking past these guys, and every conversation that, like, you either stumble into or overhear, they're talking something about either a barber, their beard, some kind <laughs> of gel that they use. Like, they're, you know, these, the new generation, these new guys, are highly stylized. The, the. Um, you, are you co- Previous version The Andy Reid guy He was stylized But that was Pretty standard look For the last 60, 70 years For those guys
0: Right And that look That looked like it was also Their office look Like when right. they all Huddled around To get their coffee And stuff at work You know They had the Andy Reid look And it was Perfectly normal Right So you're thinking Like Now they're huddling Around the little Cafeteria And coffee pot Except their beardos With flat brims beardos with flat brims and dad jeans with flip-flops oh dude yes you did hit that one on the head <laughs> there was some serious flip-flop sporting going on at iCast this with year with jeans with long pants you, you don't know my take on Go. the fl- on the flip-flops yes all right so christmas and birthdays the wife the kids maybe relatives or whatever close friends like all right he's pretty salty I'm gonna get him a nice pair of flip flops. Like a pretty, you know, nice Tommy Bahama or I don't know, whatever the cool ones might be. And, you know, they're 80 to 120 bucks for these fancy flip flops. And these dudes never get a chance to wear the flip flops. They're dress flip flops. Right. They're. Dr- yeah. not Casual dress flip flops. No, not they are dress flip flops. It's their dress, dress flip flops. I got it. Okay. Yeah. So. So they come icasting and you know, everybody's trying to be a little bit salty and fishy and all that. And, you know, the guys that are stroking the checks or whatever can swallow the pill and they're OK for them to wear the flip flops. Plus all the hotel stuff that was going on, the social stuff that was going on. They would they'd be hell bent to show up to one of those social events without those fancy flip flops. Like I got to wear New Balance because of the plantar fasciitis thing. So the flip-flops are totally out for me. And I know there was other dudes that had the plantar fasciitis thing that fucking powered through so they could sport their oxys, fancy. They're popping oxies to be able to wear flip-flops.
1: I'm going to wear the flip-flops tonight with my drawstring OP cotton pants. Dude, you're in
0: Orlando. Right, sporting the piss out of that stuff. You know, in Maui, you guys think like, oh...
1: We're going to Florida. Let me get out the um, the linen pants or the dad jeans with my dress flip-flops. You know, the ones that I've only gotten to wear once to brunch and once to a uh, a
0: beach wedding. <laughs> Dude, and you're not talking about like this is sporadic. Like there'd be a whole group of dudes. Yes. Like, a whole group of dudes from like the Carolinas or whatever, a bunch of rednecks trying to sell some fishing stuff or whatever. And they all walk up and this is nine o'clock at night. So, like, they could have went home and put on their regular shoes or whatever, but hell no. They're, like, rolling with those flip-flops. They're, like, the Salt (laughs) Life way, you know, the way that, like, um,
1: (laughs) the old guy from the Lighthouse in the Deep, which we will be reviewing soon. (laughs) You know, like, he wore the khakis and the flip-flops or whatever. Like, dude, you're not Bermuda royalty right now. You're in Orlando. Landlocked. In a Vegas-style hotel lobby bar. (laughs)
0: Dude, some of the funniest pictures that you posted for my cast were those Vegas-type shots of those guys hanging out at the bars and stuff. Did anybody even get that? No. No. (laughs) You got to realize, like, I hang out with, with Lamont, and he's, you know, the producer type. So he's always looking at things in a little different, you know, A little differently than everybody else. So we come home and he's posting up the pictures and stuff. And I swear to God, it looked like we were in Vegas. Looks like Vegas. The hotels are that V
1: style, Vegas style. um, Everything was huge. Giant hallways, giant valet parking area, giant lobbies. And inside that giant lobby, there's like five or six restaurants, (laughs) right? There's a pizza joint. There's a buffet. There's a burger shack all a part of the hotel lobby that you never leave and never get away from. And in there's 175 outdoor guys, fishermen dudes. um, And of that, I don't know, 80, 90% are wearing, like, they want people to know that they are fishermen from ICAST. Like, we kind of just rolled up there in the same stuff that we normally wear. Non-graphic T-shirts. Jeans and sneakers or whatever. But there were guys in there with their PFGs, with the vented backs, 50 SPF factor.
0: (laughs) There was the... uh, Ironed. There there was one PFG that was so popular and so common. What did you call it? Oh, Seafoam Green. Seafoam
1: Green. That We just started taking pictures of everybody wearing the Seafoam Green PFG shirt, SPF 50.
0: And we anointed that the official... Uniform of eye cast, eye cast right? <laughs> Drink every time you see one. And oh, that's right. There was a drinking game that we made up. Like you had to do a, you had to do a shot or whatever every time you saw one of those PFGs. So I don't know. I could have got pretty ugly. So Jeff, you don't
1: often shave or keep a manicured um, facial hair, but haven't you been tempted to grow out that big, you know, forehand size beard?
0: Or is it a little hot here for that? I mean, I've been tempted to grow it out, and it's it is hot. But don't indirectly call me a beardo, all right? <laughs> but my biggest problem with when my when my scruff gets a little too long is when I'm sleeping and I'm rolling around in bed and stuff. Like all that extra beardness and everything, like hitting my pillow all night, drives me friggin' insane. So then I cut it back down to like Don Johnson style. You know what I mean?
1: Now those dudes with the big giant um stylized beards they spend a lot of time with, dealing with issues like that like they have to sleep with donut pillow pillow donuts and sleep only on their back and then there's moisturizers and yeah, all, a lot of product, product. a lot of attention and you know they what? want to talk about it and they want you to notice it
0: you know they these you know these like these what do you call it The Beardo Barbershops. Yeah, yeah. No, the the barbershops. Like, we got a couple in town, Mankind. Yeah. You know? And there's a bunch of them. And they're nice. They're cool barbershops. But do you see the product that they're selling in there? No, I've never been in one. Dude, I mean, just shelves and shelves of it. Just like a chick's place. Moisturizers. Everything. Conditioners. Conditioners, you know, uh, dyes, all sorts of stuff for the beard. And then the the Baldy guys are going away. Like, they used to sell, like, uh, like tremelon started, bald head shine yeah. and stuff like that. So if you're a baldy, you know, you had product. But that was, sh- was kind of short-lived, the baldy thing. The baldy people now are growing longer hair and doing the beards. And there was a sugar load of them in Orlando that week. Neck beard,
1: reading glasses, and flat brim hat. And then a lot have... Americana-style tattoos, like somewhere between a chef and a tattoo artist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you have forearm tattoos, right. somebody will ask you, well, are you a chef?
0: Like the chef's tattoos.
1: <laughs> Where are you chef at? Right. What's Anything below-elbow tattoos, that indicates that you're a chef, or now you're an eye caster. Right. <laughs> oh, wow, look at the old sailor girl you got there on your arm there, you know, 50s Americana look or whatever. Yeah, been fishing for Reds, been growing my beard for three and a half years. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> and who are you sponsored by? Sponsored by Penn, Mercury, um, Dodge Trucks. Dude, get out of here.
0: Well, I don't know. The the, uh, the PFG was one thing, and then the, um, the dry fit shirts were another. Like, the dry fit shirt used to... I don't know, it was easy because it was more like a T-shirt, You know, usually one or two colors, and you could just kind of sport that thing. For daytime outside. Right. Not nightwear and casual resort wear. But the graphics now (laughs) that are on the dry fits. And I mean, you know, it's just weird to see a 70-year-old man with all white hair (laughs) rolling around in one of those dry fit shirts that have more graphics on it than... You can possibly read? Yeah. Like, I liked it when the Bass guys were doing it. And then I thought it was funny when Peter Miller did it to his own shirt because all his sponsors, and it was kind of, like, different. Right. But, dude, the 70-year-old dude that's, like, there working for free because he's friends with the person that has the line company or whatever, sporting the piss out of those dry fits like that. And I tell you right now, it's cold in there. Yeah, it's costumes. Those outfits that those people are wearing, it's not for the real world. Well, damn right it's costume. I mean, I'm out there, you know, around Fort Lauderdale, Southport Raw Bar, A-Doc, Fort Lauderdale Beach. They're not sporting those things out there. No. But they were, did they feel obligated to sport the stuff at ICAST? They did. Yeah. Did they think about it? Yeah. Alright, did they not only did they
1: think about it, they thought about it from the moment they left the last iCast about the like, oh man, I can't believe I didn't bring my dress flip flops.
0: That was my next thing. Do you think they wrote lists? Like packing lists? Like when my old lady gets ready to go on a big trip, she's a freak about packing. Right. And making sure she gets everything right in there. Were these guys with the apparel and the look that they wanna did they have to write it down like that?
1: Yeah, because those those dudes are more stylized than your wife. Your wife's pretty natural at style and doesn't tend to overdo it anymore. And (laughs) the beard dudes are obsessing, obsessing over stuff, flat brim, looking at their beard, combing, manicuring, fluffing their beard. Then what type of shirt? Are they going to go dry fit or are they going to go PFG? It's nighttime. What dad jeans are they going to wear with flip-flops?
0: Yeah, yeah. see, see, that, see that's, my, that's the breaking point for me. Like the younger dudes don't want to, you know, have that look or whatever. Like, that's cool. I kind of, you know, I think that's well, yeah. kind of natural. That but bubbles the,
1: up from the youth. Right. These doofuses, you're <laughs> correct there. Let, let me backtrack one second here. All of that, the flat brim hat, all that comes out of like the surf culture the long sleeve shirt and everything, the dry fit shirts comes out of the surf culture, which is started by like 14 and 15 year old boys. Right, We're not laughing at them at all. Or, at the,
0: or the people that started from there and moved up. Moved up.
1: We're talking about the 45 year old guy that's still trying to look like a surfer, even though he's two, 300 pounds overweight.
0: <laughs> two or 300 overweight.
1: I don't think you can be, fit, you know, round and surf. There are a few of them dudes in Hawaii I've seen like, just gigantic Hawaiian dudes that can still rip. But,
0: man, these nerds that are at ICAST, they're indoor dudes. Well, they're... All right. I'll go along with pretty much everything you're saying, and I will admit that there are a lot of nerds at ICAST, but they were having a good time. They are having a good time. They were freaking enjoying the piss out of themselves. Yeah. The last time I seen anybody sport their lanyards as hard as ICAST, was Fort Lauderdale Boat Show? Let's call it nineteen ninety six, seven, right in there. Yeah. I mean, if you had a if you had a lanyard at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show in ninety six, ninety seven, I mean, you wore that thing before the boat show and after the boat show, right? To the restaurant after, to the bar. And the guys were the guys were sporting the piss out of the lanyards. But it was eleven o'clock at night, and they still had them on. They were happy about it, laughing. Do you think those guys got discriminated against like like I did at the? line where you get your where you get your lanyard where you get your pass
1: probably not quite to that bad and we also got which was totally uncalled for um, thrown out of the Shimano opening night party we did get thrown out of two fat doofuses and PFGs sitting on a folding table
0: do you know how we got busted and thrown out by trying to pay right because we had cash cash. these guys got cash they're not with us Yeah, we went into the Shimano
1: party, which was also in another bar. I think they're in the Hilton. Or maybe I'm confusing a few of the places.
0: No, it's the same. There
1: was one was the Rosen Center that we went to also. There was the Hilton. I think the Hilton was the Shimano party. The Rosen Center was the captains for clean water.
0: Right. Or whatever.
1: Yeah. So anyway, we're at the bar and it's packed. It's happy hour. And the bar is 10 deep. So we're like, oh, let's go in there. All these doofuses. Are wearing PFG shirts tucked into either khakis or black dress pants with hard bottoms, and Jeff and I walk up to the bar. I'm like, "What do you want an ultra?" And we're like, "Yeah, two ultras." So the girl comes over with the beers, and both Jeff and I both have cash like to pay. And she's like, pulls the beers back and is like, "Oh, like I thought your watch was a wristband. You can't be in here." Well, why
0: not? Oh, it's a Shimano only party, right? And then they they dude they escorted us escorted us out. out. That was weird. And how, how crazy different was it walking out of the Shimano thing and then walking into the Captains for Clean Waters thing? Right. That was like going from China to Cuba. Right. That's how different it was. Yeah. It was, too. I don't know, dude. There was just as many neck beards and beardos at the Shimano thing as there was at the Captains for Clean Waters. The only difference was the guys at the Captains for Clean Waters all had the guide tan. You know what I mean? <laughs> they had the raccoon eyes. Right. And you could tell that they just got out of the sun or been fishing with clients or whatever. Well, they were real guys. De- and the captains for clean waters. Definitely. Definitely. Now, that was, like I said, that was, that was the highlight. Who, for- were some of, who were some of the guys there? Some of the well-known dudes? Well, the dude, the, I mean, we hung out with Benny. Benny Blanco? Yeah. For a long time because, I don't know, it was like ketchup. We, you and I went to Benny's house freaking 14 years ago. 14 years ago Jesus. to do um, a YouTube video with him. Mm-hmm. And then he was out of touch for a little while, and then we started seeing him a bit, and then, I don't know, his wife was there. Did we do a video? Yeah, we went to his house. Where's the video? On YouTube somewhere. But we did that. We went to his house. He had a... Fl- he had, we, we filmed his flats boat. And I remember, yeah. I remember going to his house. I remember his boat. And his, and, his, and his oldest daughter was like, you know, crying and stuff. She was just a little, t- little tight. Mm-hmm. And now she's like 14 or whatever. So yeah. we hung out with Benny for a lot. We also hung out with Carl Ball. You know, lo- local... You know, Carl was dressed normal. <laughs> Carl's pretty stable in his look. Carl's looked the same... How long have we known Carl? It's a long time. He's looked the same right. the whole time.
1: He dresses like we do.
0: Kinda. I'm just not sure how Carl became fifty when he was only thirty. <laughs> but, but but at least he's consistent. So no, we're hanging out with Carl, George Gods, and um unlike the Shimano party, is guys were texting me to meet them at <laughs> We can hear you lemoning up. Yeah. Sorry about my lemon. We, I'm
1: trying to keep my voice
0: straight. <laughs> but we got we were getting Texts to come to the um, captains for clean waters. Also, the girl, um, God, I mean, I'm so bad with names. But anyway, the somebody's wife from Punta Gorda was so nice to us. The girl that runs the coastal, the, yeah, or the captains for clean water. Yeah, thing. they were like, like Trisha know,
1: or something, Melissa
0: maybe, Ashley. God, Ashley. Ashley, Ashley, she's on. But anyway, yeah. it was just totally different than, um, than um, the Shimano booth. That's the other thing, too, is there was nobody rolling around ICAS with, like, a wad of cash. You can't buy anything. I actually won a prize.
1: We should probably do a video on it, a short video on it <laughs> in a couple of days. But we're in the hotel. We're chilling. And I'm on my phone checking text and jump on Instagram and everything. And I see an Instagram post that says, come to our ICAST booth, get a free knife sharpener. And it's got a picture of a little plastic and metal knife sharpener there. And I just keep scrolling. I didn't really think too much about it. Well, then we're walking through ICAST and I see that booth. <laughs> that has all the little white um, knife sharpeners on it. And I walk up to the guy and I'm like, Hey, I saw your ad on Instagram. And he's like, really? And I'm like, yep. You guys are the knife sharpening dudes. He's like, that's correct. He goes, and what did the, what did the ad say? I go, the ad says I get a free knife sharpener. <laughs> and the guy's like, that's correct. Here, And he gave, gives me the knife sharpener. And then he says, you're the first one to notice. Nobody else has. Nobody got the promotion but you. On Instagram, I actually saw it and
0: then approached the. Uh, so what do you think the, the chances bus? of the, those knife sharpener, that knife sharpener company. Like you rolling into dicks in a couple months, and you're gonna see it on the shelf. It's highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Really? anything you think he had a shot? No, I think that
1: knife game. I think that game is pretty. um... Pretty wrapped up. Pretty wrapped
0: up. I think Buck Gerber Rapala. Rapala. And you're not you're not you're not dipping into their peanut butter. I think it's hard to get. Yeah. Like, like, I wonder, like when I see those, those vendors there, like, I, like, I'm like looking at them and I'm like, man, is it, are they going to score? Like, and then you're thinking, I think
1: guys can score making a little product and selling it locally. I don't think it does you any advantage to get a $5,000 booth at ICAST. I think you'd be better off if you made your, whatchamacallit's showing up and doing the demonstrations. Like the guys weren't doing a demo right the guy didn't show me how to use it that was not good we've been to enough home shows and boat shows dude you got to slice those celery sticks and stuff you got to show the people and then it works everybody needs knife sharpened but we everybody's also been taken like 20 times on little things that just like uh right right so so not even just the knife sharpener guy you got guys that are making little lures and little um flies and jigs that there's not a whole lot of Um, difference between the main products sold by the big boys. And you're like, well, there's only one retailer or two now in the United States, Bass Pro Acquired Cabela's. Right. And that's it. Like, they're Rapala, Yuzuri, the Ocean brand, their own brand. It's tough, man, to get one little row.
0: Right. Right. I don't know. There's... I think I think you yeah I think you're way better off with like some niche products like like Ray Rocher's little booth where he's selling those really good sabikis <coughs> and he's got products that you know basically will help you catch sailfish and therefore those products are pretty damn good so you, they're going to end up like you know in in tackle shops and maybe you know Bass Pro Shop and that kind of thing but he's nichey there's, you know, he's doing some things that he knows about that nobody else knows about. The knife sharpener guy. Yeah, he, that'd be tough. And there was a ton of little guys like that. Yeah. It was kind of weird. And the, the other dude, the other display that kind of like was really, I don't know. <laughs> and it's counterintuitive. Like, I'm into that double...
1: Um, double blade or whatever stone style knife sharpener but the beard dudes they want to sharpen their knives the old fashioned way with a leather strap and a stone and some spit and then they waddle a little bit right and then they waddle a little bit and they talk about knife sharpening <laughs> and barber shops and straight edge razors and what type of thing they manicure their beard with and it comes back to whatever they were using in 1930s because here's a you know ancient
0: bottle of talcum powder like now they're learning that from those fancy barbershops right like the fancy barbershop they could use like you know the newest fanciest bic and do it in half the time and get just every bit as good as the shave but no some dude's coming out and he's highly stylized the guy at the barbershop yes, of course and then he's showing them the blade yes and We're then talking about it and then they're I buying end. into the whole lifestyle almost like here's how i get my haircuts right
1: now, Jeff, your wife, she owns probably the nicest haircut and style um, salon here in Fort Lauderdale, right? Yeah. And her being best friends, I could go in there, get a great deal, get a haircut and everything, but, and I've done it there at her place and it takes about an hour and a half because it's full, full
0: service. Right. You come in, you have a drink, Right. you settle down, you quit right. sweating. Right. It's like it's important to be at a salon like that. First, they want to make you quit sweating. Then they sit you down. Yeah. Then you have a discussion with your stylist. Right. Yeah. It's a
1: process. It's a big process, and it's really good for women that don't work and people on vacation and other stuff. I'm a little high-strung and everything. I just want the haircut in like under 20 minutes. <laughs> so whatever places I go on my phone, supercuts, supercuts hair cuttery, the place in the mall, oh, there's a place I can pull over to. And then you go in there, and then they ask you. They only like haircuttery. They offer one service. Hi, can we help you? Take a guess. (laughs) (laughs) You need a haircut? Yes, I do. Okay, um, what's your name? Here, have a seat over here, and then I can take you. And they put you in the chair, and they're like, "So what? You know, what are we gonna do today?" What are my options? I have the dude guy haircut. I have the supercuts haircut. <laughs> Same cut, haircut.
0: Ninety percent of dudes have. I can't get dreads. They All can't right. perm it out. All right. So your <laughs> style of haircuttery, supercuts style. What are they doing? What are they doing to appeal to the beardos? Getting their asses kicked, just like the razor manufacturers, just like Gillette and them, are getting hammered. All right. So they're taking it on the chin, and then the fancy barbershops like Mankind and stuff are raking it in right now. They're high on the hog. You know, we should probably approach some of those fancy barbershops for sponsorship for the podcast. They'd want us to grow the beards. <laughs> no, they can't see the beard on the podcast. <laughs> right. We can do <laughs> So as far as they're concerned, I mean, that's not going to bother them. But, I mean, you'd, you'd have to agree with me. I mean, we are reaching out. I mean, there's a good portion of our audience that are probably beardos. Right. At least if they extrapolate
1: the same percentage that's at ICAST, if the percentages translate over to podcast audience, you're talking seven out of ten, ten of you dudes right now are beardos.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, let's play a little game. Let's play a little game. All right, Tom Rowlands podcast. What are the percentage of listeners that are beardos? Ninety. Ninety mm-hmm. to ninety-five. All right. Salt Strong podcast. What are the what are the what are the percentage of beardos listening to that? Seventy to eighty. All right, seventy to eighty. <laughs> All right. The real guy podcast what are we thinking 60 to 70 so we're, we're below salt strong in beardos no way sure. dude no we way. don't do redfish oh that's right good thinking <laughs> that is good thinking all right so what are the percent- like trouts
1: any so of what, that all right stuff? so what,
0: what are the percentage of beardos that are red fishermen all
1: unless they're from up north like anybody the southern states they're all red fishermen and all the- those guys that were at that party you had all right so there's a couple I- of groups there's a one group out of key west they of were, And they were
0: They were sporting the piss Out of their beards Right And their tans And their tans And
1: cr- crusty um, Raccoon eyes With sunglasses And everything Then you've got to get Then you go Out of Key West You're going to have Your Cuban beard guy That's not quite Hipster beard guy That's a different subset Of a beardo That's real beard That's real beard And it's been going on A lot longer Right Kimbo Slice beard, that <laughs> South Miami beard thing—that's its own thing. Right. Then you get up through Dade, uh, Broward, not a lot. You'll have a couple of posers. Pompano, not—it's still too hot. Still too hot to have crazy beards like that. And then you're going to want to get—soon as soon as you get north of Palm Beach, Boca, north of Boca, yeah. you're going to start getting into those beardo surf shirt boards or surf um what's it called a board shirt yeah yeah yeah, board shirt board shirt dude way too old to be wearing board shorts because he's fat so you know there's elastic on him real (laughs) surfer don't have elastic on his board shorts (laughs) (laughs) real surfer has no hips and is skinny and those drawstrings barely keep them things on but big fat beardo dude that still wants to sport
0: board shorts has to get a little bit a little stretch in there but don't don't discount the penetration of the beardo right I mean, there's dude. There's dudes straight up rednecks out there that are killing gators. That are driving around in those mud machines and stuff. That are sporting the piss out of their, not the old beard look. The new beard look. Correct. And I think they're doing group. They're doing group. Um, almost like. like I think they're going to those barber shops in groups. Together. Yeah. Yeah. And like. When you go like t- those barbershops, like the old day bars where you walk in and you'd be like, oh, Jimmy, what's going on? Dude. Yeah. How about them Mets? Blah, blah, blah. But they're doing that. The beardos are doing that in those barbershops.
1: Well, is that, that is, is. Don't hate on that. I
0: don't, I don't hate. It's better than, you know. It's, and dude, they had to do something. You know what I mean? The NFL has been going after the women and everybody but the man. They have to to reach out and do something. They might as well become beardos and hang out at the barbershops and stuff. Well, yep. That's just the...
1: I was surprised that there were so many of those doofuses at ICAST, that there was that high volume of Beardo there, that the Andy
0: Reid dude is gone for the most part. There were a couple in there, holdouts. And think about how prevalent the Andy Reid thing was. Like when we did those funny cast videos, and we talked about the Andy Reid thing, and people just, they got it, they laughed, the khaki thing was like so huge. and then The
1: lease truck. The lease truck. Speaking about lease trucks, you have known that, I'm sure you've seen it, I don't know which manufacturer truck is, I'm sure every viewer knows though. <laughs> the one that has like the 10 part tailgate, that pops down and then pops down again and does right. like a thing, you can't have a trailer hitch and do that. None of that works with a trailer hitch. For real? For real. How do you know that? Because I've seen it. The guy's like, dude, dumbest thing ever. Plonk. Like, it's right there on top of the ball. You can't get the second what, stage. What, somebody did that on social media or yeah. something? Yeah. Really? So that thing they're pushing on every big commercial. There it is. 10-step tailgate lift truck or whatever. That's for all the people that don't need, a, need to trail a boat. Or if your rig is clean enough where you can pull that cotter pin and pull the thing out.
0: Well, you do you do realize that, you know, I think then it works, but you can't have the ball in there. Well, I well, I'm sure you realize, but if other people don't realize, the fishing community's tiny. Like GMC and Ford and all them. Yeah, they want our business. But there's a lot more dudes that are not pulling boats around. It's like, you right. know, the guys that are like think they're working out of their truck carpenter style, you know, tools. Girls. Blah blah blah, and then you got the um, the business guy, the guy that goes to work every day in the office that wants to drive a truck because that's all he's got left, and those, you know, like that tailgate. So that's great for them. Right. I don't know. You know, when I when I got my new truck, you know what I what I googled my number one thing? I wanted a truck that didn't ding. Like, all these alarms, like, oh, put your seatbelt on. Ding, 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 right. ding. Oh, their back door's open. Ding, ding, ding. Oh. Like, oh, it just kills me. Yeah, yeah. And it totally ruins it. Least beeping was that model truck? Yeah, the Nissan. All right. So it. I got that. So then I get the Nissan, and then I see the Nissan doing the jet ski commercial thing. Oh. Dude, I was like, I was really close to putting my Nissan up for sale. Thank God they quit those jet ski promotions. Anyway, Lamont, thanks for coming to ICAST with me. And,
1: um, it was a good time. We won't do it again next year. We won't? <laughs> well, maybe. I see,
0: think we might have to get Pusaka up there next year. See, I'm thinking next year we camp out. We go early and we stay late. Make a week we throw out. the
1: opening night party.
0: Nobody would come.
1: Why? Right. It's a far ways out. If we still, if we put out the, the the word to those people, and just got the same bar, and booked it ahead of time. Do we get? We, we, we're not that kind of cash no they're paying we're not buying out the bar (laughs) so unlike Shimano people could come in yeah 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 yeah. ours is a cash bar yeah
0: we're not doing the Shimano deal we can't afford that yeah well we'll talk about it it won't be the last time but um yeah thanks for giving us your take on uh, iCast I'm glad you enjoyed yourself and um congratulations on your knife sharpener yeah that was a major score yep and um I don't know. Till next time, thanks for uh, listening to the Real Guy Podcast. Thanks to uh, Mike Grimm from Real Reports and Julian Siegel from Tarpon River Brewery for making all this possible. And uh, till next time, run that dog. Run it.